We bless God for his mercy and his grace. And as we get into finishing what I've been sharing for the past three weeks, the past two weeks, this is the third week, these words have kept bubbling within my spirit, and I would just like to speak them out. Then we shall get into the finishing, the message that we've been sharing on, that he has given unto us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind, that he has not given unto us the spirit of fear. So I welcome each one of you once again. We welcome Tofik, and we welcome Ali, and we welcome any others that might be online. Who is your first time to come and be with us? May the Lord bless you for coming to be with us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. These words came coming to my spirit and I will just speak them across unto you. I want you to receive them. I have received them and I will now go hold on to them because I believe God is out to accomplish something new in our spirit, in our spirits, in our in, uh, fellowship and in our work with him in the name of Jesus Christ. And the word was simply that I see the code of unity forming in your midst. And so my blessing of life has been unleashed over you. I see the code of unity forming in your midst. And so my blessing of life has been unleashed over you. And says, I am establishing an open heaven over this place. For I have chosen this place for my glory. My power shall be flowing in this place. My healing shall flow in this place. My deliverance will flow in this place. My peace will flow in this place. And I will restore what the enemy has stolen. That I am establishing an open heaven over this place. For I have chosen this place for my glory. My power shall flow here. My healing shall flow here. My deliverance shall flow here. And my peace shall flow here. I will restore what the enemy has stolen. Jesus. Receive the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. Father, we yield ourselves, dear Lord of God, unto your word. And as you have commanded that you unleashed the blessing of life, so be it, Almighty God, that each one that is here and those ones that are online and those that are coming to be part of this particular fellowship, they will bath in this particular blessing of life. Lord, in the name of Jesus, for the glory of your name. Father, King of all glory, you say that you give unto us life and life in abundance. So be it established according to your word in the name of Jesus. And as you have established an open heaven over us, almighty God. So in the name of Jesus, let the streams of your river flow into the life of every individual. In the name of Jesus, restoring what the enemy has stolen. In the name of Jesus, you say, Father, you will restore sevenfold for the glory of your wondrous name. Let us hear the voice of rejoicing and salvation from every corner of this congregation. From every corner of this particular family, almighty King of glory, dear Lord, as the restoration of your grace and of your presence is made manifest, that your power, your healing, your deliverance, and your peace are our portion, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. The word of God says, for God has not given unto you the spirit of fear or the spirit of timidity. He has given unto us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. We have judged the spirit of power, 
We have touched the spirit of love. It is one and the same spirit. It is the one that came down, the same spirit who came down on the day of Pentecost. He is the Holy Spirit of God. And he manifests himself, as we have said, in these particular uh, uh, you know, uh, facets or faces in our lives. In his power, in his love, and in, his, in, his, uh, in the aspect of the sound mind. And today, I want us to major and to finalize on the issue of the sound mind. But as we enter into it, remember the main basis, what the Word of God says. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation when believed. I continue to repeat it once again, as he says in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation when believed. And the Lord is calling you and I to believe the gospel. To be persuaded beyond any shadow of doubt. To believe this particular word of God. The gospel of Jesus Christ. The resurrected son of the living God. For in this gospel life is found. And the father has drawn you and I. Because in believing the gospel. The real you and the real me, whom God has formed and made, we come into being. Paul says that I am a new, we are new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That is, as God works in you and as God works in me by the power of the gospel, we become brand new for the glory of God. The old character that you are is gone and forgotten. It becomes yesterday. You begin something new. And as we touched on the aspect of power, I want you to remember yet once again. Rise from the dust. Shake yourself from everything of yesterday. And arise to be able to walk into the liberty that God has ordained for you for. Break those particular gates of bronze. Because the enemy places gates and what have you around about us to keep us caged. Away from the promise and from the favor of God. And that's why God gives us the Holy Spirit. The spirit of power. Make use of that particular anointing. And may the Lord fill you with that power in the name of the Lord Jesus. As it follows. You have been lied to for so long. From the time when we were young. So many lies have been pumped into us. Until sometimes we believe we are what we are not. We believe we can't attain that. I can't do that, I can't do that, I can't do that. But the word of God says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He says he is released the grace and the power upon you to accomplish what he has ordained you to accomplish in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those accomplishments, my brother and my sister, it is not in my encroaching on you, on what you are supposed to do. It is, I can do all things, that is, all things that God has worked out and written out concerning you. Only you can accomplish them. But it's when you believe the gospel and you push forward to fulfill what has been written concerning you. And that is asking the Father continually, what has been written on me? Let it come forth by your power in the name of Jesus. Thus, fill me with your Holy Spirit that I may be able to fulfill what is written concerning me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I remember the testimony of a, a man of, from the place I come from. 
he had the gospel of healing. And you know, as the, as the man of God, uh, the servant of God preached, he believed on this Jesus Christ. And he, he felt the peace come into his spirit. When he believed, he believed in his heart, okay, God, I will believe. I believe that you sent Jesus to die for me. And now I am a child of God. He felt that peace. But he was paralyzed. He was paralyzed from the hip downwards. He was paralyzed. What had happened in that period of time? Because they believed he was cursed. They believed that there were demons that were in operation in him. They had thrown him away into the nearby forest to die. Because he was a bother. Nobody wanted him nearby. So they, they had thrown him there. Then they would take little food. They were, they were to starve him, to starve him to death. But somebody, you know, somebody had been attending the meetings of this particular evangelist, took a cassette. Though, you know, those small cassettes, some of the younger generation, you may never know what the cassettes are. But there, <laughs> but there are some small things that you, we used to call them the cassettes. You place them into you place them into <laughs> Okay. All right, Savannah, I will agree now. You know, you know what I'm talking about. All right. But there are those cassettes. That, oh, the, 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 somebody took and with a radio, a, a radio cassette player, and took it to him. Because he didn't know how to preach the gospel. So he told him, just listen to this message. It will help you. So while the man was there, he started, he was shown what to do. Place this thing in a prayer here and you will hear the voice. So as he prayed, the voice will come. After he finishes praise here, it will go back and praise again, you can hear. So he started doing that. And the more he praised, he, he listened to the whole gospel and the testimonies of what God was doing in the lives of the people. And after some time, he prayed the prayer that was prayed there. And in the course of that preaching, that man has said, this same Jesus who saves is the same Jesus who heals. So after he received him, he told the Lord, okay, now Lord, you say, I receive you that you are the Savior and you are also the healer, which means you can heal this paralysis of mine. That I don't need to die here in the forest alone and be eaten by the hyenas. But, you know, so he started asking, heal me then. I have, I have received you as my Lord. And he tried to stand up. You know, he got onto the makeshift chair bench they had made for him in that shack. You know, a small thing that built in the forest there and put him inside just to shield him from the, from the rain. He tried to stand up, to stand up on that, you know, holding on to that bench, to stand up. And every time he would hold on to the bench, you know, holding, uh, uh, he let go, hoping that strength would have come into his feet. Every time he left, he went down like a stone. You know, he would hit down like a stone. Then he would go back to the cassette and listen again. He said, no, it says, in the name of Jesus, I will be healed. That this Jesus who saves is the same Jesus who heals. So he, he started again. He will now go on the wall of that particular thing he was. He will hold until he's standing, holding upright. He, because the hands were strong. Holding upright. So he's hanging there. Then he will decide to let go. I believe that he, I'm healed. He lets go. He goes down like a rope. He hits down. He got bruised. So much all over, all over his body. He kept on falling and falling and falling. But he didn't give up. He said, no. This, the peace I felt in my spirit when I prayed this Jesus to come in my heart was real. 
And I can feel the joy in my spirit. So the healing must also be true. He continued. Hour, hour after hour, he continued. He never gave up. At one point, he went and held and held again and said, Lord, I believe I will be healed. I must be healed in the name of Jesus. And said, I let go. And, you know, he was expecting he was going to land on the floor like he has fallen down all alone. When he opened his eyes, hold on, I'm not on the floor. I'm standing. It's, it's, no, it can't be. He was healed. Because the Lord gives unto us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. He held tenaciously on that particular promise. There was every reason to give up. For hours he fought, confessing the same word, by your stripes I am healed, and his feet will receive healing. I refuse to die in this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I have received you, and so I receive my healing. He continued to pump it out and to cry out, to cry out. His healing came. Nobody could explain what happened. The man shot off from that particular place running. When he came home, the first person he met was his grandmother. And the grandmother was in front of the house. You know, she, was, she, saw, the, she saw the man coming. Said, hold on. That must be a spirit that is coming. Oh, he has come, we are cast because we had thrown him out there. The spirit has come now about to torment us because they, you know, in their superstitious beliefs, they believe that all oh, the ghost of the man has come back to torment and to beat us up because we threw him in the, we threw him in the desert. The mother, the grandmother who rose up started running away because, of, because she knew that the, the ghost is going to kill her. The man come, no, grandma, grandma, it is me, it is me, I am healed. The man, no, it cannot be. You are supposed to be dead. You have been in that bush for over one week. And, you know, nobody cares about you. It can't be you. He, until he came and he caught up with her, you know, hailed her family. And told her, grandma, don't run away, it is me. I am healed. Say, are you really the one? Are you really the one? Yes, I am the one. Why? He has given unto us the spirit of power. That spirit breaks for you know, the, 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 the barriers of unbelief, the barriers of fear. I don't know what you've been experiencing and what you've been holding on. I want you once again cry out on this particular day of Pentecost and in the whole of the course of this month. Father, you have given me the spirit of power, of love and of a sound mind. And I want to see this power made manifest in my life in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been wrong, I want you to pump like this particular man gave that particular, you know, it was a wonderful testimony in the whole of our, in the whole of that particular area, in the whole of our area of what the Lord had done to this particular soul. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The same spirit that works in him is working in you and working in me today for the glory of God. We touched on the issue of love last time. And that same, same aspect, what, what is the spirit of love doing? The spirit of love is coming once again so that you can write a new story concerning yourself. Remember the prodigal son. 
He did not have to rehearse of every particular house, every particular gambling house, every particular brother, every particular place he had visited when he reached before the Father. Love covered all those particular sins. Praise the Lord. He didn't have to say anything. When he just said, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven, it's like even the Father was not hearing. The fact that he had turned around, repented, and turned to come back home was enough. Love came and covered all those particular sins, and a new ring was placed on his finger. Yet he had sold the one he went, uh, he went away with, by the way. Because I'm sure when he left, he had a huge signet ring on him when he went, when he went away. But because things were hard there, he sold it. He came home without anything. A new ring was placed on his whatever, on his finger yet once again to tell him, love has covered all the past. You are a new creation. You can begin again. And that is the spirit that was given on the day of Pentecost. It's the same spirit that is coming unto us. That spirit of love, it focuses on what you are now and what you are becoming. It does not bother about yesterday. So don't bother about yesterday. To ask your Father, fill me with the spirit of love, your spirit of power and love, so that I may break free from what has held me back and I may be able to start to write the new story of who I am in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of God. Whether you are young, whether you are old, it does not matter. That particular love is enough to create a new, brand new you for the honor and for the glory of God. And so today, quickly, let us look at the final aspect. He has given unto us not the spirit of fear, that we should maybe have a fear, but he has given unto us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. What is a sound mind? And that's what I want us to discuss and just share today, as you know, briefly, as we finalize this particular aspect. First of all, remember that, you know, if you go in the natural, they talk of the sound mind is, you know, to have sufficient mental capacity to understand your actions. You know, to have sufficient mental capacity to understand your actions. Another one says it is a state of mind which is you know, adequate to reason and come to a judgment you know, that is common upon all ordinary, ordinary people. And in, uh, if you look at the original, in the, the Greek word that is translated sound mind, it speaks of a mind that has been delivered, a mind that has been rescued, a mind that has been revived. A mind that has been put back into the total frame of thinking. And that's why we've heard over and over again that word that is said that as a man or a woman thinketh, so is he. As you think, so are you. The thoughts that pass through your spirit, they are, they become, they be, you become those particular thoughts all, all, you know, as life moves on. And so, first and foremost, what or why the spirit of a sound mind? Why has he given you and I the spirit of a sound mind? Our brother read again the first scripture, that one of the scriptures that we read, and we'll read it once again. What he says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Why has he given you the spirit of a sound mind? He says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses. I want you to ask yourself, am I a witness? 
You'll receive power after the Holy Spirit come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. He has called you and I and every other believer to be witnesses. Now he says, the spirit of power, love, and sound mind, the spirit of a sound mind makes you, what I take of it, that the spirit of sound mind makes you into a witness. Now we know very well, a witness is one who has a clear picture of the matter in question. That is the witness. He or she has a clear matter or a, a clear picture of the matter in question. He does not speculate or she does not speculate. He or she knows the truth completely. They speak of what they have heard and they speak of what they have seen. That is, that is the, the witness. He or she has got the evidence. And that is, in giving you the spirit of a sound mind, he is restoring you and I, so that he may ensure that you have the experience that you're going to be, or the evidence that you are going to be able to talk about when you stand, or when you live your life. Your life is a life of a witness. Not just mere arguments or reasoning that you are reasoning. You know, that you speak in terms of, you know, of, of, you know, look what and see what the Lord has done. You don't speak in terms of, you know what, he, uh, he did it there. He did, no, you say, look and see what the Lord has done. That is the witness, the spirit of the sound mind that he brings across in each one of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Realize what does he say in, in 1 John chapter, chapter, chapter 2 verse 26 and 27. Speaking of the sound mind, we are in a world that is in total confusion. And, but he says this, I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. That is what John is saying. I'm writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. But as for you, the anointing you have received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real and not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. The anointing you have received, it is the anointing of power of love and of a sound mind. That makes sure you will not be led astray. You will not jump on any bandwagon that comes along and you run along with it. You will not be misled by any particular prophecy that comes up and you hold on to it just like that. That anointing makes you to know the truth and it establishes you in that particular grace. And that's why he says he gives unto you the spirit of a sound mind. It is sound. In all divinity, if I may be able to say, to say it that way, realize that is you are not at the mercy of arguments. People can come and argue whatever they want to argue, but the sound mind of the spirit that he has given unto you enlightens you. The bulb has gone on. There is nothing they say that will sway you off from the truth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You stand firm. And secure all for the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name.
And you know, he says in John chapter 15, verse 26 and 27, he speaks and says, But when the helper, that is the Spirit, comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, this is the spirit of the sound mind who proceeds from the Father. He will testify of me. The spirit of truth. He is the spirit of a sound mind. He testifies only of the truth. And you know to whom he testifies? He does not testify to the world because the world does not know the spirit. The world cannot see the spirit. The world cannot receive the spirit. Only you and I are able to receive the Holy Spirit. And so he says he will testify to you of the Lord. And then he goes on in verse 27 where he says, And you also will bear witness. You also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Why do you bear witness? Because he, the Spirit, testifies to you. And as he testifies you, giving you the sound mind, you open your mouth. That particular word of a sound mind comes forth. It comes forth in power. It comes forth in love. Because it is the testimony of the spirit that you are speaking in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want you to ask yourself, do I hear the testimony of the spirit? Or am I hearing only what men and women say? And is my ear down? On the ground, hearing what God is speaking, or am I depending on what so and so and so and so is gonna say? I want to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Why? Because I, says the Lord, have given you the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord fill you with His Spirit and with His power in the name of Jesus. May the Lord fill you with His love in Jesus' name. And above all, may the Lord fill you with the spirit of a sound mind. In Jesus' name, may the Lord make you to be an effective witness in the name of Jesus Christ. Realize that God touches your world through your witness. He touches your world because the world is confused as a matter of fact. But God has placed in you the spirit of a sound mind in the midst of a confused world. What a blessing you are to the world when you discover who you are and what you contain within yourself. It will enable you to open your mouth. It will enable you to share that particular love because there is none like it anywhere in the whole world. All for the glory of God. You are his unique vessel, that container that contains the sound mind. My brother, my sister, may you rise up and live to that particular testimony of the sound mind that he has called you unto. The sound mind keeps you relevant in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't go running with the crowds. No. You are not the type that oh, what are they saying today? And you are running. Oh, they are saying we go north. No, 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 no. As they run, you say, you can run. I don't care. I know what he has said. Praise the Lord. As Paul says somewhere, I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded. Then he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Come what may, the sound mind is settled 
at all times in Jesus' name. Aspect number one, the sound mind makes you a witness. And I want you to ask yourself, am I a witness? On this day of Pentecost, cry out unto him and tell him, Father, I just don't want to be one that has a reason or an argument. I want to have this sound mind that I'll have the evidence and the experience, the encounter that when I stand, they will see, look what the Lord has done. And they will draw our near to the Lord in Jesus' name. Second aspect, the sound mind brings clarity in your life and in my life. There is a lot of falsehood around us and in the world. There is a lot of confusion. There is a lot of manipulation. There are so many illusions. Have you gone to a music concert and you see the lights going? You think it is, you think it is real. It's a lie. Why? Because when the, if the power goes off, all goes dark. Nothing is there. They can show clouds coming and you see as if the singer is coming in the clouds. All is a lie. This is confusion and manipulation. It is an illusion. But Jesus says, I give unto you the spirit of a sound mind. You see it as it is. In the spirit for the glory of God. Outside of Jesus Christ, man is clueless. He's clueless of where he comes from, clueless of where he's going. Do you know why? Have you seen when he or she is born? They know nothing. They only know, nah, nah, nah. that's all they know. And when we die, do you know what happens? We die, we, we lie there, nothing, we know nothing, dead completely. We come naked, we leave naked. We come with nothing, we leave with nothing. Everything we have amassed here remains here. Somebody else uses it and enjoys it. Whether they are good or bad, there's nothing we can do about it. That is the essence of what life is all about. But look at it, what he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 3 and up to verse 6. Listen to what it is that he says. He says, some wonderful words it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. What does the sound mind do for you? Why does it give you the spirit of a sound mind? So that you may cast down every imagination. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The spirit of fear plants in you and in me a thousand and one things. That are contrary. And many times we believe it. Many times we run with it. Many times we go in hiding because of it. We come away from the sunshine. When the Lord is saying, come and receive vitamin D. Outside here, it is here in plenty. No, 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 no. 
we go hide in the corner in the shade and so we lack all the vitamin that the Lord wants to give us outside there I'm talking of in the spirit and we go we get malnourished we lose it all because we are believing a lie an imagination but he says the sound mind will get you to cast down everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God realize people are fearful due to lack of a sound mind you become fearful because of lack of a sound mind but the sound mind that he gives us that is the spirit of a sound mind he frees us from that slavery mindset in the name of jesus and he sets our feet back on the road to go back home in the name of jesus christ that is if you are like the prodigal son Basically, what it is that is that he disperses those particular dark clouds that are in our horizon, the doubts of the, the, the clouds of doubt, the doubts, the clouds of inferiority complex, the doubts, you know, the, the, the thoughts and imaginations of shame. You look at yourself and you feel ashamed. You can't come outside because you are ashamed of yourself in one way or another. You know, you 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 refuse. You know, that particular mindset, that is the, the mindset of slavery that holds you back from your inheritance. He gives you the spirit of a sound mind so that you break free. And you say, even when they say, do you remember what happened? You know who you are. You simply say, so what? I am free in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. The spirit of a sound mind. You don't go by what they are saying or what you are seeing. You go by what the word of God says in the name of Jesus. He places your feet on the road into your inheritance in Jesus' name. Let me share maybe two or three others and then in the next five minutes and then we shall, we shall be through. The aspect or another aspect that the sound mind comes and does for you. He makes you a witness. He brings clarity in your life. And I pray that you receive that anointing. Secondly, thirdly, he lifts up the standard against the devil and his emissaries in your life. That is the power of the spirit of a sound mind. He raises the standard. The word of God says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, he says, so they shall fear the Lord, Isaiah 59 verse 19. So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Praise God. The sound mind does not allow you, or it doesn't allow you to get, allow the enemy to sweep you off your feet. The evil one, when he comes to take you for a ride, that sound mind ensures you are not going to board his bandwagon. All for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 18. You can read it later on. He says, the wives of the evil one, they cannot overwhelm you. You know how the wives of the, wives of the evil one in Ephesians from chapter 6 from verse 10 through to 18. The wives of the evil one, they don't come attacking you. They come into the mind. And the moment you entertain them, they will put you down. But with a sound mind, those wilds, the arrows of the evil one, they cannot land on your mind. You kick them all off in Jesus' name for the glory of God in the highest. 
so the sound mind will lift the standard against the enemy ask the Lord fill me oh God with your spirit your Holy Spirit the spirit of the sound mind aspect number four the sound mind enables you to submit to God and to resist the devil and you know when you do that the word of God says he flees from you if you want to see Satan flee away it is not by hiding in a corner it is by having a sound mind the sound mind will resist the enemy the sound mind puts the devil to flight he cannot stand a sound mind because it is the mind of the spirit the holy spirit praise god that is it stands sure in the midst of the storm as much as the devil can blow all his storms away he wants the sound mind stands erect so sure and like a powerful tower let the storms come they will not bring it down that is the spirit of the sound mind that the lord gives unto you remember in matthew chapter 4 you can read from verse 1 to verse 10 jesus flows the enemy using that spirit of a sound mind the enemy came three times if you are the son of god it is written if you all just fall down he will send his angels they will hold you up he told him if you bow to me oh i will give you all that this world has jesus with the spirit of a sound mind he hits but he doesn't argue with him he simply tells him it is written the power of the sound mind it is written and then you know what finally tells him in the power of the sound mind away with you satan and the guy called his tail and he was gone the same will happen to you when you stand with a sound mind in the name of jesus christ least of all he also keeps you from temptation and that is that, that, that may be the final bit that I'll just touch on. Remember what he says in James chapter 1 verse 13 to 15. He says something interesting when he says, Let no one say when he or she is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil. Nor does he, he himself tempt anyone. God doesn't tempt anyone. But each one of us is tempted when he or she is drawn away by his own or, or, by his own desires and he is enticed then when desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown brings forth death we are tempted when we are drawn by our desires lack of a sound mind but if you have the sound mind, you will be able to overcome. So the answer to the prayer that Jesus prayed when he told us, pray to the Father. Our Father what in heaven, the one of the places that, you know, keep us from the ill other, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. James here comes and tells us that the secret of being delivered from temptation is this one the spirit of power of love and of a sound mind why the sound mind will not entertain the unnecessary desires that clog our mind the spirit of lust holds on to that particular spirit onto that and an unsound mind 
The spirit of avarice, it holds on to that particular mind that is unsound. The spirit of weakness, it holds on to the unsound mind. But when your mind is sound, and that is you have received the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. He says, He makes you to be watchful. He makes you to be alert. He makes you to be fervent in spirit. In the name of Jesus, He ensures that you will not grow weary. You will not faint in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For this one thing you know that you are. And the Lord is with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Let us go home with this particular thought in our mind. One final thing that he does for you and for me, and that is he keeps us between the yellow lines. You know, if you go driving and you go driving beyond the yellow lines, you go into the curbs, you'll hit people, you'll do a lot of damage if you're driving. And that's what happens in our spiritual walk. The spirit of a sound mind, it enables you to accept correction. It enables you to accept rebuke. It enables you to accept Correction from a brother or from a sister in the name of Jesus Christ. We are not puffed up with pride. What do you think you are? Whom do you think you are? You tell me. No, 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 no. You tell you, correct me, I yield and say, yes, I was wrong. And that's what the sound mind does for you. It does for me. God has not given unto us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Father, let it be. That this will be an experience for each one of us, even from this day of Pentecost, as we move on. Let thy spirit be poured upon Hope Community Church West London. Upon those who are here, upon those who are online, upon those ones who have gone for holiday today and they are not available. We send the same grace. The Lord there shall be an outpouring like never before. And your name will be glorified. You have said you have opened an heaven over us. And so, Father, we look up unto you. Pour out the rain of your spirit that will bring restoration in each one of our lives. In Jesus' name.